Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, the show designed to help make middle age your prime time of life by defying the notion that once you reach 40, 50, or even 60 years old, your crowning achievements are all behind you. Regardless of whether you're just approaching 40 or are firmly entrenched in your middle years, it's time to launch your very own personal journey toward a joyful and purpose-filled second half of life. Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Let's face it, retirement planning is something that most of us just don't pay enough attention to. But really, what could be more important? You may remember uh, hearing me talk with Roger Allen Friedman on a recent show He's a chartered retirement planning counselor, and Roger has a new special report out. It's titled The Beneficiary Minefield, 19 Retirement Account Mistakes You Must Avoid. Frankly, this is a must-read for everyone with an IRA or any other type of retirement account. And Roger's special report is chock-full of information to consider for your retirement planning. Read it. Study and become educated about what might be the most important topic for your future and your family's future. Find this helpful new special report online at rogeronretirement.com slash shop. That's R-O-D-G-E-R on retirement.com dash shop. Now let's get on with the program. What if someone were to tell you, regardless of your current level of income, assets, and life circumstances that you are rich and that anything is possible for you, that an abundance of money, love, sex, great health, fame, fortune, success, and happiness all can be yours, and that the only proof you need is the fact that others have them. Contrary to popular belief, other folks born with an advantage, better looks, parents with wealth and connections, more athleticism, maybe even an Ivy League education, really don't have an advantage over you because these attributes are not the key to your success. I know if someone told me this, I might be very skeptical, but I would certainly give that person my full attention, and I trust you also will, because my guest today, Christian Mickelson, uh, promises that everything is possible for you in his brand new book, Abundance Unleashed, Open Yourself to More Money, Love, Health, and Happiness Now. And Christian Mickelson is one of the world's leading authorities on personal development, and personal coaching, and he's CEO of Future Force, Inc. He rose from childhood poverty and welfare to become a self-made multi-millionaire. And as a personal coach for 17 years and as a trainer of coaches, he's helped countless thousands around the world experience the life-changing power of coaching. And he's author of three prior best-selling books, and has been featured in Forbes and on Yahoo Finance and MSN. Hello, Christian. We're honored to have you, indeed, uh, with us today. Hi. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's say that my life today is a mixed bag. More days than not, I'm happy to be alive, but my life is not what I'd like it to be. And the problem is I don't know where to begin and what to work on to make my life better. In your book and on the Internet, you offer an abundance assessment test that scores our abundance at the present moment in four key dimensions of life. Can you tell us a little about uh, what are those four dimensions and what are the scores we train from zero 
to 100% abundant indicate and how best can listeners uh, access your test? Yeah, that's great. So, um, yes, there's uh, four abundance assessments. One is wealth abundance, which is generally what we think about when we think about abundance. We think about money and, you know, and riches. Um, And then there's love abundance, health abundance. And those are really the three main categories. But then there's this other category that affects everything else, which is time abundance. (laughs) That's one of my weaknesses, believe me. I'm always in a hurry to get things done. Yeah. (laughs) Never seem to have enough of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if we can get to a place where we feel we have all the time in the world, where we can be totally present, you know, where we can relish the fact that, you know, on one hand, we can feel like we have all the time in the world, but on the other hand, know that our time on earth is limited, so we need to appreciate what we have while we have it. Um, you know, we can get into this place of time abundance, and we want to be abundant in all areas of life. We want to be love abundant, yeah. wealth abundant, health abundant, and when you have abundance in all these areas, life is, you know, is fantastic. It doesn't mean that you won't have problems and things can't bring you down from, from time to time, no. but we can all raise our wealth, our, our abundance scores in all these categories, and we can all live in a much more abundant um, experience, a much more abundant experience of life. And what I've found is that when you change on the inside, the world changes on the outside. So the more abundant you feel inside, the more people show up uh, differently in better ways. So if you raise your love abundance scores, your partner changes and is more loving oftentimes. Your friends, family, strangers are more loving to you. You up yeah. your wealth abundance score. Not only do you feel more financially abundant, but you start attracting more opportunities, maybe raises, promotions, uh, new business, etc. Yeah. So the more I'd we can up that, our abundance uh, levels, the better. I took this test this morning, and uh, I can do it online. Tell the people how they can uh, go right online, although it's also in your book. Uh, you can go online and take that test. What's the uh, web address to do that? Yeah, that's good. That's a great question. I don't have that one. Uh, I don't want to have that one memorized off the top of my head. I think it's uh, AbundanceTest.com. Let me, let me just confirm that. Um, but you can also go to MyAbundanceBook.com, and yeah. you can uh, you can order the book. And we'll actually be putting the uh, abundance tests up on that website as well. So if you go to oh, MyAbundanceBook.com, you'll definitely be able to get there. Okay, well, uh, let's say I score a mediocre level of abundance, say, in the 50 to 60% range. It's certainly, uh, most certainly because of fear, lack of confidence, and self-limiting beliefs. For example, I am middle class, not a wealthy person. That's one that you cite as uh, something that will probably keep you in the middle class. Uh, In your book, uh, Abundance Unleashed, you offer readers a peace process to release the fears and limiting beliefs, often in minutes, even seconds, as you say. Can you very briefly describe in broad details what this peace process includes? How do, how yeah. do you do that? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, one of the biggest things that hold us back, certainly limiting beliefs and fears, doubts, and all those things, and I've been held back, you know, tremendously by those things in my earlier, earlier in my life, and still things come up that I need to work through, but certainly I've worked through so much. And we all can get to peace about anything. That's what the peace process is. You know, oftentimes it's our fears that hold us back. You know, we, there's, there might be a part of us that wants to be rich, but another part of us that's afraid 
um, that our friends or family are going to judge us or, you know, that we could, that people are going to come after us. You know, who knows? We have all kinds of things that might make us scared to have what we want. Um, yeah. You might want to, you might want to um, be in a great relationship, but there's a part of you that's afraid to have your heart bro- broken again. So, you know, we, we have, we have the desire for the things we want, but we also oftentimes have fears of exactly what we want. And then if we don't have a fear of the thing we want, we might have a fear of taking the action that would get us what we want. Like we might be afraid to go talk to that girl we want to talk to or that guy that we want to talk to. You know, so, so many things hold us back and some of it, so much of it is fear based. And so the peace process, <clears throat> through the peace process, I believe you can get to peace about anything. Peace is inevitable. You know, most of us live our lives trapped in fears, trapped in doubt, but we can get to peace on anything. And I've proven that for myself. You know, I've been able to work through all kinds of fears and doubts and limiting beliefs. And the peace process has been one of the best ways for me to do that. And how that works is, you know, all of our fears are actually fears of feelings. So you think we're afraid of a situation, but it's not the situation itself that we're afraid of. If that situation were to occur that would make me feel this thing, whatever that thing is, fear, embarrassment, shame, you know, humiliation, whatever. So if we think about the thing that we're afraid of, instead of running from it, which is what we most, you know, we're hardwired, you know, just as human beings to avoid pain and to seek pleasure. It's how we survive, you know, avoid the fire, avoid the saber-toothed tiger, um, and (laughs) seek food and the opposite sex or whatever sex, you know, you're interested in, but, you know, procreation. So all of this is part you know, of our DNA. But if, when it comes to emotions, we do the same, we tend to do the same thing. If the emotion comes up, it's like, ah, oh, that's scary. I, I'm, let me get away from this thing. Let me do something, anything I need to do to not feel that feeling. And let me push that feeling down and try to distract myself with beer, food, cake, TV, Internet, like whatever we can do to distract ourselves yeah. from feeling these feelings. And, but the peace process actually works by helping to resolve these feelings by just being present to them without making them, without trying to run from them, without distracting yourself, just being fully present to whatever we're feeling in any given moment. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, it's so true the yeah. way you say you're not really afraid of the, uh, circumstance so much as how you'd feel after like when I used to have a girl I wanted to ask out and I was I felt how lousy I'd feel if she said no and then I wouldn't mm-hmm. make the call you know that was years yeah. ago obviously because I've been married a long time but uh, no I can certainly see what uh, it's the fear of your own feelings that uh, really holds you back so much but uh, yeah and so the peace process helps you release those just by inviting you, instead of running from the feelings, just be present to them, tune into where they are most intense. Yeah. You know, if the feeling might be in your chest or in your throat, yeah. just really tune in there and just be present. And you never know how long it's going to take for it to fully resolve. It's kind of like oil in an oil candle. <laughs> the present, your presence is the flame, and your presence will burn out all the fuel given enough time. And sometimes there's just a little... And it's really interesting, too, is that the amount of intensity of the feeling and how long it takes to work through are totally unrelated. Sometimes things that are really intense, you can work through, you know, in a matter of seconds or minutes. And sometimes things that are kind of mild, it's not super intense of a, of a feeling, but it's something that's maybe holding us back. And it may take a, a longer time. And you just hmm. never know. So, um, but, but peace is inevitable. So given enough time, 
and enough attention, your feelings will get to neutral. And that fear of, you know, talking to somebody that you, you know, want to go on a date with or the fear of reaching out to a, you know, a big client that could be, you know, that you could win over, that you're afraid of, wow, if they say no, all all those fears can be neutralized. Um, Even fear of, you know, even fear of physical things. So, you know, all of our fears are fears of feelings. Some of those fears are emotional feelings. Some of those are, you know, fear of something physical happening, like, you know, falling from a high place or getting burned. But um, even even things like fear of heights, which I used to have extremely intensely, um, that is, you know, all but completely neutralized, maybe completely neutralized. Now I go rock climbing and climb up these <laughs> indoor, I do indoor rock climbing, climb these 60-foot rock walls um, in the rock climbing wow. gym near me. And with no fear, and, and before I couldn't even get up like 15 feet without like freaking out. But eventually just from doing it, you know, regularly, and peace processing it along the way. And this is one of the things that it took me the longest to work through uh, was my fear of heights. But everything is, uh, peace is inevitable if you're willing to do the work. And in the book, um, I share step-by-step instructions on the peace process to help guide you through this process even more. That's good. Well, your book also contains a chapter titled The Five-Step Rapid Success System. Could you please preview for us one or two of these uh, steps to success? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll do all five. It doesn't take too long to to go to say them all. And then if you want to dive into one of them a little bit more, I'm happy to do so. But I think we should give people the whole system. Yeah. So the the rapid success system is, you know, step one is to clarify your vision and direction. You know, so so you need to know what you're going after. What is it you want? What is success? What you know. Um, do you want to start a business? Do you want to make a certain, you know, do you have goals to achieve a certain amount of success this year, goals yeah. to lose weight, whatever it may be. You know, we want to start off with a clear vision and direction for where you're headed. Yeah, Second step sure. is... You can't get there without a map, right, or a GPS or something. Yeah, you want to know at least where you're... You need the destination first, right? Yeah. And the second yeah. thing you want to do is strategize your actions. That's, you know... Basically, that's the planning. How are you going to get there? That ends up being more like the map. Like, what do we got to do? Yeah, here's, what, here's where I am now. Here's where I'm trying to get to. Um, what do I need to do to get there? What, what are the yeah. steps to get to achieve the thing that we want to achieve? Yeah. The third, and the third step is to, is to upgrade your skills. You know, what, could you, what do you need to get better at in order to have the success that we want? You know, um, as a kid, I always just felt like, other kids were good at sports and I wasn't, you know. But I didn't really think about how the fact that they practiced a ton, you know, and I didn't. How about that? They practiced a little. Yeah. <laughs> and a so lot. skills, and, you know, same thing if we, you know, in business or other areas where we're trying to be successful, you know, we may not have the skills that we need in order to achieve the success that we want yet, or we may have them, but they're underdeveloped. Yeah. So maybe it's leadership skills, team building skills, persuasion skills, influence skills, leadership skills, sales skills, marketing skills, um, flirting skills, you know, if it's uh, related to uh, dating. point out, so many people quit because they don't have immediate success at something, and that's why so many people stuck on neutral. (laughs) Yeah, most people don't even give it three tries, and if they do, then, you know, if that if they get through three tries, like most people will probably end up being successful. Yeah. But most people quit before they even start because they just don't think it's possible or they think yeah. it's going to be too hard or they have fear of failure or whatever. 
And then people who do start, yeah, they, they often quit pretty quick. You know, one failure is usually enough for many people to quit. And then, um, but yeah, so, so what's, the fourth what's step. What's the fourth step? Yeah, the fourth step is to optimize your environment because our environment influences us way more than we think, you know. And the people that we surround ourselves with, we want to be surrounded by yay-sayers, not naysayers. Most people are naysayers. Most people yeah. will tell you why something's not going to work, how this is too dangerous. I remember when I was going to quit my job and start my own business years ago, um, you know, most people were like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you going to do for health insurance? Uh, yeah. like, wow, you know, you're so – I don't know. I guess I'll pay for it, <laughs> you know. It's, uh, you know, we – we get so, you know, people around us can be so scared. And I remember when I, after I quit my job and I was working for myself full time and I was working from home, there was so, there was this level of freedom of not having, no longer having all these people around me um, (laughs) that I was worried about what they think and what their opinions were and whether I should do something or not do something. Uh, So you really want to optimize your environment. And one of the ways I did that years ago was I got rid of TV. You know, I found that I wasn't working enough. I wasn't working, like, I'd, I'd work a little bit, you know, in the earlier days of my business, and then I'd distract myself by watching TV, and, and so eventually I was just like, you know what, I've got to get this thing out of here, because it's hard to resist temptation. Same thing when it and comes to losing weight. now we have the internet it's, to distract us on top of TV. Uh, yeah, now, yeah, <laughs> now the internet and is, is stuff. rough. And the same thing if you're, you know, if you're trying to lose weight. It's like, well, what's in your kitchen? It's going to be so much harder to walk by a plate of Oreos sitting right in front of you trying not to eat it every day, you know, throughout the day. It's just sitting there tempting you. It's like, yeah. how do you eat not me, eat those Oreos? It's so tough. But if you get it, if, you know, if you take it off the counter and don't even put it in the, you know, just throw that stuff away, get, clean out your environment of tempting foods, I would say that, you know, I'm – I'm uh, I'm not stronger than chocolate, but I am smarter than chocolate. So just don't have that in the house. And then if I have to go out of the house to get it, you know, at least there's, I've created some friction and make an event out of it to go get some so dessert or something from time to time. So what's the fifth step then on your uh, success? And the fifth step, the key to success, the fifth step is to master your psychology which we already talked about to a certain extent, which is, you know, letting go of those fears, those doubts, those limiting beliefs, because our mind and emotions control our success more than anything else. You can have a vision, a plan, um, great skills, even a great supporting environment, but if your mindset is all messed up, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, if you listen to the naysayers, if you are one of the naysayers to your own self, it's going to be really, really tough to, to find the success that you want. Now, all the rest, if all the rest are lined up and you have a great environment, the environment's probably going to affect your psychology and you could become successful, you know, just by having those first four in, you know, in place really strongly. But you can also, you know, affect, go straight to, you know, mastering your psychology, which actually is what my book is all about, really. You know, yeah. um, Abundance Unleashed, it's all about, you know, the thinking of abundance, the mindset of abundance, the mindset of success. Yeah. Now, six, one of those mindsets is that success is inevitable. And I believe success is inevitable. You know, if you set a goal for yourself, there's something you want. As soon as you set that goal, it becomes inevitable if you're willing to do the work in the world that it's going to take and if you're willing to do the work on yourself that it's going to take yeah. and you never give up. 
Those I like the things, way, and uh, I guess it's on your website. I saw that maybe it's in your book too. You say the best way to get rich is to enhance the lives of other people, and that's so true. If uh, you know nobody's really going to be successful if they just sit around and concentrate on uh, themselves. They really you have to benefit others to <laughs> to receive what you need absolutely. to really be successful. But uh, absolutely, yeah. And so success is inevitable if you're willing to do the work willing to work on yourself, and you stick with it long enough. Time is the only mystery. How long is it going to take to be successful? Who knows? But if you're willing, you know, if you stick with it, you're going to get the results. As long as you're willing to take consistent, massive action and keep working on yourself, you will get what, you know, whatever goal you're going yeah. for or well, something just, better. Yeah. Just briefly, before we go, your stated, one of your stated primary missions is to help people build coaching business empires. Let's say that personal coaching part or full-time rings a bell with me as an intriguing possibility, but the problem is I'm not a Ph.D., MBA, CPA, or other recognized expert. Can an average Jill or Joe like me with only an undergraduate college degree or maybe just a high school education successfully sell myself as a consultant, and how do I develop and market an expertise that others will be willing to pay and benefit from, (laughs) pay for and benefit from? That is a big question. So, you know, I was a regular Joe um, when I first got started in coaching. I was only 25 years old. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, I didn't have a ton of experience. I certainly wasn't super rich or successful. Um, in fact, I struggled the first few years to even pay my bills. I almost lost my house and my car uh, many times because I wasn't making enough money. But eventually, you know, I, 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 there, were, there just wasn't any great training out there that to help people know how to get clients and how to have a successful coaching business. So I had to figure it all out myself yeah. and eventually I did. And then eventually I started sharing it. Other coaches were asking what, what was I doing? And, and the first five coaches that hired me, I was able to help four out of five of them grow their business to over a hundred thousand a year within Great. 18 months. And one of them did it in 72 days. <laughs> so yes, every, anybody, I think anybody who really cares about other people and loves helping people, I think that's the, the most important key to being successful as a coach or consultant is that you care about people and you want to help people. If that's who you are inside, if that's what your heart, if that's what you're about, then absolutely, you know, you can get extra, you know, we have coach training, you know, I offer coach training um, programs and also, you know, a, an overall program plus different, pro, different trainings in, in niche markets like dating and business and, and other weight loss parenting, coaching, et cetera. So, you know, there's, you can get the training on how, to act, on how to help people more effectively. But if that's who you are already, then that's the most important thing. And then when it comes to marketing, you know, one of the keys to success is picking, a, you know, a specialty or a niche market, a group of people who have a very specific problem, like single people who want to find love, um, people who want to lose weight, people who want to change, you know, turn their child's behavior around. And then learn how to speak their language, talk about the results that they're looking for, and then that's actually also one of the keys to setting yourself up as an expert. If you can teach people, if you can speak their language and teach them something valuable, then people will see you as an expert. You don't need to be a PhD. You don't need to have written a number one best-selling book or any of those things. You know, the most important things you need to do to, to help people have confidence in you and feel like you can help them is for them to feel like you understand them by speaking their language and talking about what they care about and for you to teach them something valuable. If you can do those things, then you can have a 
highly successful coaching business. Or well, that's so, so true. Well, let's talk about your brand new book, Abundance Unleashed, a little bit. How is your book organized? Do we need to read each chapter sequentially, or can we skip around? And how, how is that set up? Yeah, so, you know, the first few chapters we recommend reading in order. And then if you want to jump to a specific topic area that's really important to you, like love or money, um, then you know, feel free to jump to that cat- to that chapter. For the first yeah. few chapters, kind of um, le- create the runway for the rest, which is, you know, we talk about the five-step um, rapid success system. Um, we have you take the abundance assessments, et cetera. So, um, yeah. and then, yeah, you can jump in anywhere you want to go, or you just read the whole thing. And, this, you know, one of the great things about this book that made sure that it was one of the fastest, easiest reads for people oh, to get good. through because a lot of times people start books and don't finish them, yeah. and I wanted to make sure that as soon as you started, you're almost you're already almost there. It's a, it's a it's definitely chock full of amazing value. Somebody um, just wrote that um, he felt like we can that I condensed the um, insights of ten amazing personal growth books into one super powerful book, uh, or ten books worth of uh, of info like into one big book. Where should we go to uh, purchase your uh, preview and purchase your book, Abundance Unleashed? What's the best place to go for that? Yeah, just go to my uh, com, and you can pre-order it. So there will be info on how to pre-order it. It's coming out on August 29th. Um, you can pre-order it now, and you'll also immediately, um, once you order it, and you can come, you can enter a re- your receipt into our. Uh, onto our website, and you'll get ac- immediate access to some incredible bonuses, including a one-day Unleash Your Abundance Now um, live event that I, the recordings of, of this li- one-day live event I, I did a few oh, weeks great. ago. So you'll get great. instant access to the entire um, video from this one-day event, which um, it's kind of like being able to get the book on tape or on video right out of the gate. You know, we don't cover everything that's in the book, but, you know, we cover some, you know, some of the key points. So you can get immediate access to that, plus some other incredible bonuses that you can check out at myabundancebook.com. And, um, and if we don't have it up there now, we'll have it up there soon. We'll have it so you can actually take the abundance assessments right up online. So, oh, uh, we, great. yeah. Well, you've got it there. I just don't recall the exact website I went to, but <laughs> yeah. they can find it. Well, we'll have it. We'll have it linked up. Probably when people are, are listening to this, we'll we'll have it linked up so that people can just go to myabundancebook.com and take the uh, take the abundance assessment. Okay, yep. that sounds great. Well, in conclusion, I can speak from personal experience because, like a lot of you, I ran on empty, sleepwalking through life for 30 years of my adult life. I set inner limits on myself, many of them implanted as a child, that I was only meant to uh, for so much in life and good but not great, well-off but not wealthy, living life day-to-day with extreme ups and downs, always harboring deep uh, feelings of shame and fear of failure. And we talked about shame on last week's program. And uh, a consistent theme in my life, I was never really uh, willing to stick my neck out for success, and that's why I never really accomplished what I would have liked to. I only wish I'd uh, had access to uh, Christian Mickelson's book, Abundance Unleashed, or attended one of his life events back when I was uh, a young adult. And as Christian puts it, one of the things that comes from hard uh, 
one success. It's an inner strength that's worth more than all the money and all the accolades. And the wonderful thing is that you and I take advantage of that inner strength. Wealth, material, and otherwise success and great relationships will follow. As uh, Christian puts it, we're swimming in abundance. We just have to recognize it and uh, clear up that inner uh, doubts that are keeping us from accessing it. And I highly recommend you preview and purchase Christian's book. And thank you so much, Christian, and uh, continued success in all of your ventures. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I look forward to connecting with everybody who's been listening um, over on our website at myabundancebook.com. And I hope to have you be a part of the community, our book community, and get to connect with you and maybe meet you at one of our events one day. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Christian. You're welcome. Our current theme is optimism, and for those of you who believe in God, a higher power greater than ourselves, God wants you and me to spend our lives in joy, not in sorrow. Ecclesiastes 5.18 states, It is fitting to eat and drink and find enjoyment of all the toil with which one toils under the sun, the few days of life God gives us, for this is our lot. Psalm 68.3 instructs us, May the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. May they be happy and joyful. And I hope you don't consider your present job and career or uh, your lifestyle to be toil. But whatever you do for a living, God tells you to find joy in it, uh, whatever you're doing to serve others. Delighting in, uh, <clears throat> delighting in what God calls us to do brings true joy. The gift of waking up in the morning, seeing a new day full of opportunities, and knowing that all of our many blessings come from God's grace and mercy, and that uh, they are there for taking, for our taking, if we're receptive to them, uh, that's perhaps the greatest gift of all. And when you think about it, what in the world do you gain for yourself or for anyone else by spending your entire day fretting over the past, fearing the future, or uh, envying someone who you think has more of something than you do, whether they in fact do or not. Happiness sounds great, but how do we ever become happy? How do we overcome that negative little voice that's been uh, impacting us for so many years? Well, my guest today, Christian Mickelson, gave us some very sound advice, and may I suggest that you check into his peace process and his five-step rapid success system, and we'll have some more advice for you next week on finding that uh, happiness and letting go of the negative. Beyond that, uh, say a prayer before you go to sleep tonight, asking God to help you move um, beyond that inner voice of pessimism that keeps holding you back. And when you wake up tomorrow morning and every morning thereafter, take a look at opportunities right in front of you. Quit worrying about what you don't have and start concentrating on all the blessings you do have. Think of all the ways today that you can serve others and make their lives better while you perform tasks that you're good at and that you enjoy. That's really what life's all about, isn't it? Or it should be all about. And while you're helping others, it's very hard to uh, to not enjoy life while you're doing it. So long as you're doing what you love doing and are helping others in the process. And throughout the day, every hour, minute, and second brings an opportunity to make a difference and vow to keep your mind joyful and open to those opportunities. Trying to take full control of your life probably will result in disappointment. I know it always did for me. Um, 
after all, uh, we can be our own worst critic, can't we? But allowing God into our lives can be a rewarding experience and can change everything. And uh, remember, you are CEO of your life. We often tell you that. But we all need uh, God on our personal board of directors, don't we? We, uh, we can be CEO, but that doesn't mean we're all knowledgeable and we don't need advice from someone higher in the food chain. And I don't mean to preach to you, but 17 years ago, I was able to turn my entire perspective from negative to positive, and my life has been great ever since, and I was sleepwalking through life for 30 years before that. And that's our program for today. Don't forget to check out my book on personal midlife renewal, A Midlife Challenge Wake Up by Roy C. Richards. And you can find it on Amazon or on our website, middleagerenewal.com. And tune in next week when my guests will talk about retraining the brain at any age. Talk to you then on Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age. You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his Middle Age Renewal Training System by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com. 